All right, and we're back with another episode of the Gratitude and Grit podcast, hosted by Nick Prohaska and Brad Hokinson. Uh, so today we have our favorite uh, coach back, uh, Coach Brian's going to join us. Going to join us <laughs> to talk a little bit about um, some injury prevention topics. So uh, I actually got my first comment in a in a class yesterday where uh, Lauren suggested a few topics to me. So much appreciated. I still don't think we've gotten any uh, emails to podcast at kcicrossfit.com. Uh, Nick's been on vacation for a little bit, so don't know exactly uh, where we stand on that. But uh, definitely want to try and help out with topics. So please uh, make sure you grab Nick or I or any of the coaches and uh, give us a few topics uh, that you'd like to hear about. So we're going to do that with this one. Uh, and so Lauren's question or topic was, injury prevention and what are a few things that we can do to help us prevent injuries. So we're going to get started with that. So um, what's your general general thought on that, Brian? Uh, don't get injured. Don't get injured? Don't get injured. Uh, no, with the, the injury prevention, and it's kind of like a maintenance too, because everyone at some point in their CrossFit career will get injured. They will hurt a little bit or they'll they'll have something maybe tweaked. Or you're going to have to kind of scale back. I fell off a box three weeks ago with a, a dumbbell, and so I sprained my ankle, and that was good time. I mean, I had to go through a little bit of in, injury prevention, but we don't – nicely, it's it's not uh, warm enough to go running too much, so my ankle's kind of healed itself a little bit faster than when we're usually running around. But, yeah, that was just recently. I, for, I forgot all about that. Just uh, I had to go remember that I fell off a box. <laughs> 24 inches, too. It was good times. Yeah, and you've been doing CrossFit for how long? Uh, Two thousand, either thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, those boxes get tricky, don't they? They do, they do. I mean, I've uh, I've hit my shin on a box before. I think we've all been there and cut our shins open. I've done that twice. Some rope injuries, climbing up and down the ropes, just little minor injuries. Our hands. Um, the sprained ankle was a new one. That was a I haven't sprained my ankle in CrossFit before. I mean, hell, I've done it plenty of times in baseball and kickball and whatever else I played in the past but crossfit i didn't think i'd sprain my ankle yeah um so the topic of what about soreness versus injury and can you help break that down a little bit because i think a lot of people think when they are pretty sore um from a workout that they might be injured uh but i'd like let's clear that up for them yeah the soreness part you can actually get injured if you're too sore and you continue to work out maybe that same muscle or that same muscle group so like let's say you do 100 air squats or you, let's say you just did Murph, so uh, or partner Murph. Well, you're going to be a little sore on your lats. Uh, that's going to be the deep muscle kind of soreness feeling where it's, it's deep in there. Uh, you're also going to be sore maybe on your biceps. You're going to be sore maybe on your legs from all the air squats you're doing. You have push-ups, so you're going to have chest soreness. Once you start getting into like the joint pain, that's where it kind of is different than sore to injury. So your joints, you're going to feel that tendonitis, like everyone's had it in the elbows or maybe in their, their hands, like the carpal tunnel in their hands and they're typing too much. That type of pain is the, the, on, or the first set of your, not your muscle soreness, but your actual maybe injury, a minor injury to your joint. So you have to be aware that your shoulders are going to hurt a little bit when you're doing pressing movements or anything above your head. But when it starts to feel bad all the time, 
uh, or throughout the day, then it may be an injury, a minor injury there. The muscle soreness is just going to be kind of in the middle of the muscle. It's not actually going to be where the joints are, where the tendons and ligaments connect together. Yeah. Would you fight through the soreness or would you scale the workout down a little bit if you were uh, pretty sore in, say, your shoulder area and stuff like that? We're going to go in and do either push presses or do power cleans or something like that. Yeah, it depends on how sore, how what it's feeling like. I would, at the beginning of class, go in and try to stretch out some of the muscles or the uh, the joints there. I'd, I'd go to the bands, I'd pick up some plates and, and do some of my preventative maintenance that, that I have, uh, that I've done for years, and see how I feel in the class. If I feel like, hey, it's getting warmed up and now it's going to be okay, then I'll I'll do the workout, but or I'll do the movement that we're going to do, but I'm, I'm not going to push it and I'm not going to sit there and, and try to be Superman because I want to come back next week and be fine. Yeah. I think the big key there is, is, is we want to be working out, you know, six to seven days a week. So you're going to be sore. Uh, and we want to avoid you just staying at home, sitting on the couch, not working out. So recognize that you're a little bit sore, come in and do some preventative maintenance and then uh, scale the workout if needed. But the goal is to do the workout. Exactly. Yeah. And if you have to scale it, it's not, it's not an issue because you have something wrong with you. It's, it's actually a smart thing to do so that you can come back next week and be healthy instead of come back next week, more injured or more, more hurt, and then have to go to a doctor and have them tell you, Hey, you know, we get, we're going to have to do surgery. So it's, it's smarter to do it that way. One workout missing at RX isn't going to kill you. It's going to kill you when you have to miss a whole bunch because you're down on the sideline. Yep. We talked about this in a couple episodes ago about sabotaging your workouts, but you mentioned preventative maintenance, uh, foam rolling, uh, and then you've also mentioned to me about uh, doing some stretching before you go to bed. So Mm -hmm. take a couple of minutes to outline that and maybe a couple of your favorite stretches that really just kind of hit the whole body. Yeah. Before class, I like to come in and touch the bands. I go go over to the back of the uh, rig and the it's on the right side. Those There's probably 20 different, I think, stretches that we can do there. Uh, some of the stretches that we do in class with our green bands are some of the stretches that are back there with the, uh, I think it's crossover symmetry. I think that's what it is back yep. there. Though I, I love those. Uh, I don't put it on the heaviest rubber band that they have. I think it's like a 15 pound. I usually keep it on five to seven. Uh, seven's probably the most I'll go to just because that's the best resistance. Five pounds is a little too light of a resistance. 15's way too much. That's You could actually kind of do some damage there. Uh, depending on what you're doing exactly, but the seven pounds, I, I, that one feels the best. It gives the best kind of burn or the best type, uh, warm up at the beginning of class before I'm, I'm doing a workout. Foam rolling before workouts is great as well, especially if you're a little sore in your legs, just kind of get some of the lactic acid out. Also, after you get done, let's say you have to go somewhere right away and you're, you can't stretch after the class it's fine to go home, take five minutes. I mean, you don't need to do it for a long time. If you do it for five minutes right before you go to bed or right after a workout, it you'll be done and then you'll be able to leave. You may not feel 100% better, but hey, at least you stretched a little bit, you rolled out, you, you did some preventative maintenance there just to get some of the lactic acid out and maybe take away some of the soreness. And a couple good stretches before you go to bed, what would that be? Uh, before bed, I kind of like Christine, she always has us do like the world's greatest stretch into a, 
like a lunge and then into the hamstring stretch. That's a great one. That'll get all of your legs. It gets your hip flexors, get your hamstrings, gets uh, part of your calf muscles. So if you do that, let's say five times each side, that's awesome. You can maybe do some inchworms with a push-up. That'll kind of get some of your arms, or you can do like an up dog, down dog to get some of your arms and chest action. You need to get a little bit of that. So let's say you do five on each side, and then you do 10 total up dog, down dogs, and then you go to bed. You know, you wasted three minutes of your bed, your sleep, and then you get to go to bed, and, and now you feel a little bit better when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. I wasted three minutes of my YouTube time is what I would <laughs> exactly, get into yes. there. Not compromising on sleep, but I'll compromise on my YouTube time. Okay, so we've done some preventive maintenance. Uh, we've cooled down a little bit. Um, but what happens if we feel something, something's more going on? We're feeling a little bit injured. You're maybe your ankle injury. Um, so if we feel something going on, what do we want to do? The first thing you want to do, like let's say you're in the middle of a workout and you're kind of feeling something there, you're going to want to talk to the coach real quick, just kind of, hey, this is hurting a little bit. Okay, what's it feeling like? What's it doing? And then you kind of tell them and we can scale it right then and there. We can stop the workout. We could just take away that movement itself. And then we can reassess maybe the next day because let's say it was just a, a little bit of a twinge and you didn't know really what was going on. Well, you come back the next day and you're still just as sore, you're hurt there, you're, you're, feeling, you're feeling bad right in that area, uh, then maybe we need to do the preventative maintenance. Maybe it wasn't just like a little twinge or you kind of moved the wrong direction and your body hasn't fully healed with that. So right then and there in the middle of a workout, uh, you need to assess right away. Don't be Superman and push through it and feel like, oh, this, I, I can push through this, this little pain right here because you could make it worse. Uh, after a workout, before a workout, the thing is you're going to want to talk to the coach about maybe, Hey, I'm feeling this today. I need to kind of do some more preventative maintenance, uh, some injury, some injury stuff here. What can I do to scale back? Let's say it's, uh, your hamstrings are hurting. Well, we're not going to do any deadlifts. So maybe we'll do some strict presses where you're not moving your legs, you know, depending on the workout. We can, the coach will definitely help you scale it back. We can, we can find something that's going to stink just as much as uh, whatever the RX workout's going to be. Gotcha. So for you and your ankle, and you said, uh, so today's Sunday, mm -hmm. and you're going to go do a workout after this, and it's going to involve a lot of running mm -hmm. and jumping. So are you going to do anything special for your ankle? Yeah, I have my ankle brace. I'll be wearing that. So like an ankle injury, you know, you're going to want to wear your brace. You want to be careful where you're running outside. Try not to step any potholes, anything that's going to make it twist uh, sideways. So that's what I'll be doing. Uh, I w I'll try to stretch it a little bit before I do the workout as well, just because it's not really tight, but, you know, hey, it doesn't hurt. It's not going to hurt to stretch your calf muscles a little bit, you know, kind of move the shin and calf muscles up and down, uh, kind of get it a little warm. But I'm not, you know, if I feel anything that's going to make it hurt, then I'm not going to continuously do that movement. What I'll probably do is I'll come in instead of running, I'll just do mountain climbers then because that's less impact than just running around. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point there. Uh, yeah, I've been fighting a little bit with like a sore wrist. Um, so whenever we do like overhead squats um, or doing some of the snatch movements, uh, I've been, it hurts a little bit. It mm -hmm. definitely kind of flares up a little bit. So I've been wearing my wrist wraps a lot more. Yep. Uh, it's kind of adding a little bit extra support, but I did scale back uh, my workout yesterday. Um, I think RX was like 135 when we were trying to do snatches, I think, mm -hmm. and went back to like 115 just to try and take the pressure off a little bit. Yeah. It just seems to help. Yep. Um, 
so yeah, I don't, you know, things like that, I think is just, uh, you're aware of it, what's going on and you just try and adapt a little bit to it, but definitely try not to avoid, uh, working out. Yeah. And sometimes your gear can actually help you feel a little better. Maybe you're not wearing your gear all the time, like wrist wraps, you know, maybe you're not going super heavy, but they may actually help with some of that. If you're a little sore, a little injured, like knee sleeves, belts, those type of things, uh, can also help prevent injuries can also help make some of the injuries feel a little better. Yeah. And we've talked about it on, uh, before and you're a believer that, you know, some of those things can be a, a hindrance because you, you know, rely on them too much, but definitely when you're injured, uh, it definitely helps to probably, you know, brace up a little bit or, you know, wear your wrist wraps or something like that to try and help protect that injury a little bit. Yeah, exactly. I, I always say when you're done the day after a deadlift day, you know, your back's a little sore. Well, let's say we do back squats after that. You may want to just throw your belt on and it may just take some of that pressure back there. Some of the muscle soreness may take some of that away, just having the belt on. And it may not be the best to wear in the workout uh, because you may have maybe breathing too hard, but you got the belt on. It's taking away some of that tension and tightness in your back. Yeah. Okay. So let's ratchet up a notch and go to kind of a, a major injury. So something's definitely going on or you have been injured. What do you, what are you thinking then? What's, what do we want to do? Well, the, the best thing to do is not to stop working out. I believe working out is what's going to help you heal a little bit quicker, uh, make you feel a little bit better. It's also just, it makes you not go insane having to sit at home and, and do nothing all day and just do whatever the, the PT that they have you doing, um, out there. I know, let's say you tore your shoulder. Um, we've, we've all seen Doug. He's uh, had a couple of shoulder surgeries, but he's back in the gym whenever he's able to work out again. Um, he's scaling, but he's also doing stuff that will get his heart rate up there a little bit. That'll keep him sweating. That'll also work out other parts of his body. As we work out, we're always repairing little muscles, little fibers and stuff in our body. It's doing the same thing when you have an injury and it also helps amp it up a little bit when you are kind of working out and you're, you're, you're not going to go as hard, obviously, because you're injured. You have a major injury. Let's say they did surgery on you. Uh, on whatever part of your body it is, it's it's going to stink, but you can at least go in there and do something else that will make you feel good. We got the bike, so if you have a shoulder injury, you can sit on that bike and pedal away, and that'll get you your legs burning, and, and it'll help you recover uh, a little bit quicker with that injury. You believe that uh, continuing to work out really helps as opposed to just taking it easy and maybe taking a week off? I think it, let's say you have a major surgery, you do need to take that time away. Uh, I like split open my head before from a barbell and I had to sit out for like two weeks until the injury itself, the, the wound and the stitches could heal. So that wasn't, you know, internally bleeding. So I think, yeah, you do need to sit out right away until the doctor says, yeah, you can go back and do some, a little bit of physical stuff that once the doctor says that, then I think it, you know, have fun, talk to the coaches, scale, whatever it is that you need to. I mean, we got some coaches that have had some injuries. We have some other members that have had some surgeries and, and whatnot, and they've come back in whenever they're allowed to, and they've been very successful after that. Yeah. I think a big part of it's getting back in the gym and actually moving, getting the body moving, yep. helps out everything. Yeah. You know, one thing I noticed from Doug and his shoulder injuries is from, you know, obviously Doug is very in tune with his body and mm -hmm. knows a lot about 
how the body performs and the mechanics of the body, but uh, he knew exactly like what movements he could do and couldn't do and what position he would put that shoulder in yeah. that would compromise it. And I think that's another good point is, you know, I would not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can talk to your doctor and kind of say, okay, what is the movement that is uh, going to jeopardize my injury? And then obviously you would relay that to the coaches and the coaches were going to have a lot of knowledge on that topic as well. Yep. Um, so I think it's good to know what you can and can't do. So that way you help scaling and all that stuff, but you're not just going to not use your shoulder and just sit there and bike for two weeks. You yeah. Know? You could do a lot of other movements that involve it, but they don't put that shoulder in that compromised position. Yep. So you also said, uh, you talked about splitting your head open, but you also tore your ACL back several years ago. So maybe just kind of describe that and what you did, uh, to kind of keep working out through that injury. Yeah, I did that not during CrossFit. I was playing flag football, you know, non-contact sport, and, of course, tore my ACL. Uh, I know the first month I had to go and, you know, they do, like, the – I couldn't do any CrossFit. Like, I was probably a year and a half into CrossFit. Yeah, I was about a year and a half into CrossFit at the time, so loving it and missing it at the same time. Uh, I would come in and do some pull-ups here or there, but I wouldn't do anything – too crazy to raise my heart or anything like that. Once I was able to fully move, once they were able to fully move my knee again, I did come back into the gym and started, well, they were having me leg press on a machine that they have in there that I, I forget how much weight it gets up to, but I was leg pressing and doing that. So I finally came back into the gym and started kind of squatting myself and doing some other um, workouts there. I wasn't doing anything crazy. I was scaling everything back. I was still just kind of going through, uh, the motions of what they were having me do. So I was doing my PT with them. And then I was also doing kind of some of my own PT at the gym itself. They may not have liked the PT that I was doing, but I healed. They said that my time frame to be back a hundred percent would be seven to 12 months. And I was back in five months, but I, think it's because of what I was doing, how conscientious I was. Like you said, with Doug, he knew his body, what movements to do and what not to do. Same thing with me. I, I knew what I could do, what I was capable capable of doing, and what I couldn't do or what I shouldn't do. And I think that's part of it. You know, know what you can do and what you shouldn't do and kind of work out, work it from there. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty big injury. Yes, yes. I'm sure that one sucked. It did. It's still, I mean, I have part of my meniscus missing, so I do every once in a while just running around. I like wearing knee sleeves on that knee especially just because it keeps it warm and it keeps that whole joint uh, warm. When it gets a little cold, sometimes it, it uh, the meniscus or the bones will kind of rub each other and whatnot. But that's just something that, you know, if you have major knee surgery, you'll always have to deal with and you'll have to kind of know what to do and not to do or, or how hard to push it. But while I was recovering, I had no clue what to expect or anything like that. So I was just very careful and conscientious of what I was doing the whole time and listened to my PT doctors as well. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so we kind of ran through the gamut of things there, uh, definitely with the big emphasis on you know preventing it by foam rolling and, and doing the maintenance before class or after class. Definitely think it's something... We see a lot of people that have, are either fighting an injury or have had an injury. They're always coming in a little bit early and doing the resistant band mm-hmm. work. Um, and that seems to be definitely a recipe for success. Exactly. Yeah. So 
as soon as you start noticing something, get your butt in there and try and warm up a little bit more and do some resistance band uh, to try and help out with that. You know, one thing I would add to it is I've been pretty lucky to not get injured. I've uh, been doing CrossFit for a little over three years. And I think it's just because I'm never going at the, you know, 120% range. Yeah. It seems like I'm always a little bit more conservative. I'm almost 40, so I <laughs> naturally try to be a little bit more conservative than others as far as all the workouts. But, you know, if I'm if it's one rep heavy or PR day and I'm just not feeling it, then I just don't keep pushing through that. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, we're not games athletes or anything where we're going to go out there and this is our, our job, you know, our... Our job is to, especially if we have kids, is to be there for them, to help them, you know, play around or whatever on the weekends and stuff. That's where, like, the preventative maintenance stuff happens, too, because if you're stretching and stuff, you can just go out there and have fun with your kids instead of being like, oh, I got to kind of sit down on for a few minutes and I can't do what they're doing. You know, I can't go jump on the trampoline or I can't go play tag with them. So, right. I mean, that that's part of CrossFit is you go out there and do these weird movements so that, Either you can go lift weird things, all your grocery bags up the stairs, or you can go out and have fun with your kids or your grandkids and, and whatnot. We're not not out here trying to make a living. We're just trying to have fun and be with the community, but also be healthy at the same time. Yeah. Be like, be like Doug. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think that's a big thing is just to not push it so much. Uh, you know, or I remember after one of the uh, games workouts, it was the games workout where we had all the ring muscle-ups. And I went to a barbell club the next day on Saturday, and I think we did push jerks. And I just felt absolutely terrible from <laughs> yep. doing, you know, 11 ring muscle-ups and then the next day going in. And so I just really scaled the the weight down. Yeah. And then just even kind of the reps a little bit. I was just so tired and so worn out from it. Yeah. But again, trying to get in there and work out the kinks, work out the cobwebs, um, just trying to scale back. And right now pretty sore as well from this week and uh i'm gonna go work out as well today but try to just focus more on cardio type things just to get the body moving and you know try and feel and that's a good point too after your let's say you do a heavy workout or a heavy week where you're just kind of sore kind of all over cardio is the best thing to do i mean you're just going to go out there and get on a rower go do a run jump ropes whatever you can do and you just i mean it's cardio it's still a workout it's getting a good pump in but it's also not uh, hitting your central nervous system like you did the whole week. So it's, that's perfect. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Any other closing thoughts, Brian? Woo woo. <laughs> All right. So make sure you please uh, hit us with your topics at kcicrossfit.com or let me know in a class and uh, we'll get those covered. So have a great day.